Well, here we are. The year is winding down and we're about to turn the corner into 2024. And what we've had is our eyes on some trends, some emerging technologies, some things that we think are going to be the hot things to look out for when it comes to golf equipment next year. But I think the real key that we have to do here is sort through what is real change and what is just marketing messaging mike we've got our work cut out for us here yeah we sure do because there's always going to be a degree of that we have to remember to think of the golf industry it's still a business sure there are still goals that need to be met year after year there are still stakeholders shareholders that need to be kept happy so there's a certain degree of that and i think a lot of us golfers see through when something is just hopping on it and some sort of marketing trend and when it's reality so what we've really tried to put a focus on here as we're looking through this and i've made a little bit of a list here uh of stuff that i think is going to make some real effective change because at the end of the day hmm. we've seen a huge advancements in technology in a lot of different areas and as golfers we've benefited from it you yeah, know right. it, mm-hmm. it's it, it is true that equipment does get better each year but is all that equipment attainable there's a lot of the price tags on some some of this great stuff that you probably got on the tip of your tongue like a putt view you know yeah is it really attainable it's expensive can I, you get this stuff i think it's 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 a good point but i think it's it's no different than any other area of of products that come out they always start very, very expensive, mm-hmm. conceptual in a lot of ways, prototypes, unattainable for the masses. Yep. But then that inevitably trickles down. If you think about it, you know, there wasn't a, there was a time not too long ago when thinking of having a flat screen television in your yeah, house. True enough. Was like, whoa, I need five thousand dollars for that. Now yeah. they sell them at ShopRite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I think it's always good to, even if some stuff seems financially out of reach now, mm-hmm. it's good to have it on your radar and in a way kind of dream, True. but knowing full well that that's kind of headed our way. Right. So right. let's dive into this list. And I, I want to talk about this. And, I, and also, guys, we're going to keep you updated on this. We're only about six, seven weeks away from the 2024 PGA show. Uh, Mike and I will be there. We'll be on the ground, walking the floor testing the products we did a lot of that last year yeah that's when one of the hottest devices of the entire year ended up being the rapsodo mlm2 pro that's right that first came on our radar there was the first time we got to try it Mm -hmm. we were in the booth we hit it a bunch so as we get a chance to to demo some of this stuff that we're going to talk about here we will bring it to you in a more real visual way um from the show so stay tuned and make sure you subscribe for that but the number one like the first thing that i want to hit on because I think this one walks that line, as I was saying before, is it a buzzword or is it real change? And that's AI. Mm. There's no denying that AI has been used, not just in the golf industry, but in all industries as a buzzword. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of marketing professionals out there that see that and be like, how can we get AI somehow into our message? Sure. Right? But there's an other side of that. And the other side of that is that AI does and is you know, so prevalent in our culture right now because it it does help make advancements. So sometimes separating which of the products are just slapping that label on there versus how who is really using it. So there's a couple out there that kind of caught my attention. And, and, and one thing to understand with AI is really what we're talking about is, is the advancements that we've seen in computer processing. And like you wonder how that works mm-hmm. from a, a golf standpoint. And I think the biggest way that we've seen that actually work and help is in 
machine learning's ability to process large amounts of data. So what I mean by that, whether it be a equipment manufacturer using lots and lots of ball striking data, right, feeding it into the machine and letting what would take humans in a, like infinite amount of time to process, right. the machine learning is able to process that, look for tendencies, look for trends, and then apply that into that. But I also think with our game in general, and I think we are on the cusp of a major revolution in AI caddying that is not gimmicky. That is the real and sure. is and is something and it's going to yeah. integrate into this. The one I have to I can tease you now. I have a kind of a bonus one that's a it's a twenty twenty four and beyond. It's a bigger stretch trend. Okay, but sticking with the equipment. <laughs> yep. So we recently saw, for example, I know Callaway has been big on this. Uh, I, I believe it was Callaway Odyssey, the Odyssey putters, the putters. with the inserts. Mm-hmm. So yes, I do think there's a certain degree of it that it's like that that label that gimmick of like you know hey i just bought this putter it's got the latest ai technology right. in it you know there's there's no no denying that yeah, of they, course. they wouldn't they wouldn't just put it under the hood right if if it wasn't you know that true that's true but there is a certain degree of when it comes to and i think you're going to continue to see this whether it comes to drivers mm-hmm. putters even irons you're going to see as we've gathered more and more shot data, whether that's coming from players hitting shots, the the PGA Tour now at that level, every single shot is tracked. We'll talk about more in a minute how the, even the amateur game is getting tracked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't forget what you're doing is you're building millions and millions of data points. But also the robotic testing that's done, they're hitting these golf balls. And now if you think about it, every time a, a ball is struck with a club, there is a huge wealth of data. Yeah, ball speed, where, where, where it impacted, it hit it. Yep. spin yep. numbers, yep. everything like that. Being able to take that data and then feed it into a computer and say, how can we kind of optimize this is beyond just gimmick to me. But aren't they doing that already? Like, you know, like take Titleist. Remember we went up there, they were hitting with the robots. They're collecting the data. Yeah. What is AI going to do to advance that? We can make the drivers go 385 yards. No. <laughs> No, I mean, so, I mean like, they're still conforming. There's still things correct, like that. Correct, right. What they're doing effectively, I think, is it's making it faster and cheaper to process that data and find the the nuggets of gold in it. Yeah. So, yes, in the past, like, we we got to see it firsthand when we went up to, to Manchester Lane and we we're watching the, the, the machines hit hundreds of golf balls every day and everything is stored. Mm-hmm. There was a time when a lot of that had to be mulled over by engineers. right. Now, if you're having AI doing a lot of that processing and looking for trends, A, there's a chance that that the machine will spot a trend and know what to do. And by trends, I mean, maybe it's a subtle shift in weight to mm-hmm. a slightly other spot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Example being, let's say you hit a bunch of, of shots off the driver phase. And they, they've got a million shots to work with. And they, they've got, a, let's say they even more granularly, a million 15 handicap shots to work with and they can say the machine can then say i see a trend where 80 percent of those shots are just a little bit out towards the toe (laughs) right and now they can actually make shifts in that material yeah you know even how the thickness of the material in certain areas and we've seen that with driver sure absolutely so i think in that way that ai is going to help i don't think ai will ever fully replace some of the artistry uh-huh. Uh, I think immediately of guys like whose names right on the putter, like a Scotty Cameron. Right. You know, I don't yet trust AI to make a better putter 
than mm-hmm. Scotty can. <laughs> There's an artistry to that. Sure. There's a very intimate knowledge that he has of you know, players and of the game. And, and I'm not just saying Sky. There's other guys out there right. like that. There's there's countless guys that we all, you know, the, the industry has benefited from their their knowledge and experience. But, but I, I do think that it's going to help bring, again, a lot to, to market quicker in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I see your point, though, about where we can all get confused is that just slapping that label on. It's like, be careful out there of that fake AI. You right. know what I mean? Right. Because you're using it, like you said, for marketing purposes. Like, how do we know? But you, I think you, you kind of alluded to before is like more of the caddying. And that's the most intriguing part. Mm-hmm. Because the one thing like we see now, I mean, look at Ray-Ban glasses with the cameras in it, right? On those meta glasses, right? Yeah. Those things are incredible. But right now, nobody wants them and nobody's really using them. It's really the deep, hard, techie nerds that are diving into it. Right. Five years from now, I'm sure everyone's going to have them wearables on the wrist i just got my first apple watch ever this thing came out what a decade ago yeah you know there's no doubt that any of this stuff is going to take time to adapt to but we are seeing um a lot of buy-in and more and more people who are who are getting into those areas and because of that we're getting more data that we can then process so speaking of the other side of this ai i think this is where we're going to see the most benefit from it the caddying side there are companies that have been toying with this for quite some time. Um, I've seen uh, Arcos has had Arcos caddy yep. for a long time. Uh, and just actually, it's funny, just this past week, ShotScope released my strategy. And what they're doing, again, is now that more and more people are tracking. And, then, and remember, everything trickles down. We've had tracking on the PGA Tour now yep. for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, And there's a lot of money an effort that goes into what it takes to track every shot that happens on the PGA tour. Yeah, definitely. That was not capable of being done on the amateur level, on the recreational level, even taking it even further until very, very recently. But I mean, like the last five years when you had companies like Arcos and ShotScope going in and creating affordable devices that track every single shot. Mm -hmm. That was the first hurdle. The second hurdle is then taking that information and processing it and making it useful. So the first layer of that was we got to see, okay, what was the average distance I hit each club? Right. Uh, where was my average miss? That was a matter of just simple, raw data processing. I would not cross that over into this AI label yet. Yes, correct. I where agree. the AI comes in is with whether it be the Arcos Caddy or the ShotScope My Strategy. Now what we're having it do is very take the data that's out there and personalize it to you. So learns your game. What? Learns your game. It learns your game and it create and it then takes again learning. It takes what can be learned from uh the best, you know, golf strategies that are out there. Don't forget like AI can can absorb this information too. There's a lot of information out there about strategy. There's sure. a lot of information out there about caddying and things like that. Take that and put it into a way that's very customized to your game. So I'm excited to give this my strategy a try. You and I have been ShotScope users for five years now. So we've been building up a lot of data on our game. And what you can actually do is you can go into the system. It'll take, you can, you can, you know, ahead of time before playing a golf course, this is in a lot of ways, it's almost like the way the pros get ready for a course. The The way you would have, you know, bones go walk the course before you go out there and play that. Right. And give you an idea. This will do similarly. Let's say you're about to play a new golf course. You can go out there and you can, you know, select your tee boxes, look at 
shots of the hole from up top. And then it'll actually tell you based on the way you hit your clubs, what is your dispersion tendency? Right. What is the risk reward of this, this shot? Yeah. And now you take that and you say like, listen, don't hit driver here, hit hybrid or yeah. this to play this hole. This is a two shot par five and it, you have a better you know, risk reward of actually going for it, whatever it may be. It's now taking something that would never we would never have access to. It it's would so it would cool. cost so much time and money to have a coach do that for mm-hmm. you, uh, and it's just bringing it to you know everyday golfers. How do you envision that happening through glasses through something? Yeah, I want to get into that later and talk about what I think are the real stretches of, yeah. of whatever. But what I'm talking about is what's here now, what we're going to see in 2024, and you're going to 100 percent see this. And and the way that the system is designed as of right now, yeah, is. You go in, let's say it's the day before you play the course, Mm -hmm. you develop your strategy with the help of this learning technology where it's going to suggest different things, but you can also input what you're comfortable with. And I think that that's when you really see the rubber meet the road with AI. Mm -hmm. It's when it's used in conjunction with human beings, right? And Mm -hmm. here as a player, you're selecting certain shots, but then you're using the data that's kind of processed. You can then take your strategy and you can import it into the, the the you save your strategy. It gets immediately imported into the app. And then when you're out on the golf course, you pull it up as no different as you would pull up a yardage book. Mm-hmm. And you see your strategy on that hole. And then now as a as a, as a player, yeah, your that's wild. thing is to execute on that strategy. It's, it's incredible. I'm just thinking about this because like when we go out there, you play like your average weekend round, right? And you're not having caddies or anything like that you don't know where to hit a shot. Like I would love to be standing over an approach shot and something or some type of technology telling me favor the right side because of a huge runoff. Maybe you see the runoff in whatever you're using. But um, just having that out there, I mean, I feel like you would actually play better. I feel like it would actually work in your favor. Yeah, there's no denying the strategy is going to help. I mean, always. And I think- just an easier way to get that strategy it, right when i'm saying it's it's no different than how we started off the show saying like stuff that was unattainable yes is now trickling down yep. this is something that you would have had to pay a lot of money for like a, a coach who could take a look at your game take a look mm-hmm. at the course you're going to play come up with a strategy together now in a lot of ways it's either relatively inexpensive or free altogether you know there are even we've experimented with apps like 18 birdies yeah right? Mm -hmm. Which will do exactly what you're describing. It takes the data from the general, like, let's say it was just a a general pool of golfers of a similar, um, of a similar handicap. And it will give you not custom tailored, but it'll give you suggestions. It'll say that, you know, this, this hole plays a half a stroke harder. If you're on the left side versus the right side, Mm -hmm. it'll show you the contours of the green, you know? Where that then goes the step further is when you then have your personalized data of how you play, your personal dis, uh, dispersion tendencies right. get to be lumped in. So there's an area. That's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. And then there's Jeez. an area where I think that AI jumps beyond gimmick and becomes something of meaning to us. You know, it's not like when ChatGTP first came yeah. out, we all kind of like jokingly went on there and made it our caddy. Be like, what should I play here? Right, right. Fun kind of yeah. like we're like getting our feet wet with the the stuff. This is more so more direct. Give handing it over. Here is the data of how I've hit the ball for the last 2 years. Yeah. Take that, take my dispersion tendencies and now apply it to the smart way to play the hole. Kind of reminds me of the when we went back to Golf Zone and they introduced that new two vision tech. Yes. 
And the after like a few holes, the sim the simulator in real time was learning your game. Exactly. And it was telling you where to miss. Exactly. And, and that's like a thing that that simulators have over regular golf uh -huh. is that they are t both tracking and taking that data for every shot in real time as it goes right. and then processing that. So in that way, the simulator took about three holes for it to get a, a general concept of our dispersion you know, <laughs> tendencies and then start to apply that to a caddy. I don't think we're that far off from that happening in real world yep. out on the course. Mm -hmm. Right now, you're out there, you have, whether it be ShotScope, Arcos, and I think there's a handful of others. Those are the big two though. It gathers the data as you're out there. You sync it, you know, mm -hmm. during the round or at the end of your round. It does a lot of the processing after the fact. We're not far off where it's going to be processing as it goes. Yeah. And it knows, I guarantee you, we're going to have it become smart enough now it knows how you're hitting them that day. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. like, hey, uh, you know, it, it's now registered four drives and you're just not hitting it as far as you normally do. Yeah. So now it makes slightly adjustments. Telling you, like, Frank, maybe you should leave the driver in the bag today. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> just be like, normally you would carry that bunker, but yeah. today the way you're hitting it, let's, let's, you know, take that bunker out of play. Yeah. Let's aim short of the bunker. Let's do whatever. We're not Incredible. far off from that. Incredible. Right. I'm telling you, you're going to play better golf. I think golf will just explode even more. Yeah. It'll so, be more enjoyable. Well, that's why I think that we are on the cusp of a actual revolution with that, yeah. with AI. And there are, while there are some buzzwords, I think we will, as golfers, stand to benefit from it. Yeah. The second big thing yeah. that I think is going to be a trend, and this is something that we're going to be keeping our eye on very closely, and we're going to be testing and trying it as much as we can. But you brought up something maybe an episode or two ago that I thought really drives home the importance of this we were talking about the tgl that's mm -hmm. tiger's new indoor golf league right and you had said i don't want to watch tiger putting on a simulator yeah i don't right? want to see him putting into a screen into a screen and the number one complaint still to this day with with simulation is the putting yeah always we've now reached a place again i'll keep coming back to this this trickle down where Simulators were very expensive, very inattainable, high-priced technology has gotten to the point where it's become affordable, it's become accessible mm -hmm. to have really great simulation yep. everywhere except for putting. So we've seen launch monitors in the $1,000 and sub-$1,000 range, incredibly highly accurate on full shots, chip shots, pitch shots. Right. Most of them don't do putting. And then even on the highest end, the twenty to $50,000 simulators, while there's been some advancements, those golf zone ones you mm -hmm. know, are, are really cool. There's a laser on the floor that gives you your starting line for putting. Yeah. It's no latency. You putt and it immediately picks it up. You still are kind of like putting into the ether. There's no hole, right? right? Well, putting, the art of putting is like, the, you see that hole yeah, and visualizing putting, yep. right? Now you're just kind of visualizing a distance and a start line and just hitting into, into thin air, right. right? So I think the next advancement that we're going to see is someone solving that last big piece of the indoor golf puzzle, which is putting into a real cup with real breaks and real feels. I think they're so close, right? Don't they have those now, like Zen and... Well, we're starting to see it. And, and I think that that's the most important thing. When you start to see it, even if it's way out of reach, yep. which is where it is right now, it means we're on the start of them figuring it out. And that technology yeah. for the general public can't be more than five to 10 years off. 
Yeah, and I think that is one of the... If you ask me, what do you think the biggest thing you're going to see in Orlando at the PGA show is going to be? I think someone's going to have a sim there that solves that problem. I don't know if it's this year. Maybe it's next year. Eventually someone is Where going. it's a huge, massive thing, and there's a couple... And maybe the you're striking it off a putting green into the screen, mm -hmm. and the holes are just coming up, computerized. Right. Well, like think about indoor putting in general. Indoor putting in general is still in its infancy as compared to full swing indoor golf. Sure. Uh, most of us are still practicing our putts indoors on completely flat, non-breaking lies. And most of the putting surfaces that are out there are comparable to some of like the best carpeting that you can find. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's been experimentation with foam, different types of carpet. But there's like nothing that. great that's affordable. All the stuff you see is in country club, instructional centers yeah and that's what i mean by you, truly truly great right but across the board most of us are putting on you know there are yeah. some good mats you can buy out there two three hundred bucks but they're akin to a, a great carpet the, the what yeah. they are is that they're they're the the thickness is is consistent throughout and stuff like that mm -hmm. but as this game and, and and I think a good, big question some people might have as they're listening to this is like, well, why do we care? Why is this important? It's still indoor golf. Well, the reality is for a lot of us like here in the Northeast who this time of year is sad for us. Yeah, it's pretty to bad. put away – I saw a hilarious clip on Instagram where this guy like puts his clubs away for the winter. He yeah. goes through the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, hello, darkness, my old friend. Yep, yep. You know, so there's there's that. But there's also like the fact of – the attainability of golf and an outdoor space, you know, the, the space for golf courses, the cost of golf courses, the expense golf becomes, whether you like it or not, golf becomes more attainable to a larger audience as a sport, as we also supplement it with indoor spaces. Sure. Yeah. So I think right. solving the putting piece of the puzzle is so important. So to talk about some of the things you were hinting at where we are seeing it, Company that's really got our attention right now, and I can't wait to get to try this out at the PGA show and get our, you know, actually stand on one, is this Zen Greens, these putting stages that they do. Um, wild. Absolutely wild. Yeah. So first of all, if you guys may have seen this on social media going around, they, they got these, these clips of, of actually showing how this floor moves. And we talk about the, the amount of, of, of information. The fact is, the true fact is, the mm -hmm. majority of the, whatever it is, 50,000 golf courses around the world, the majority of them at this point have had are, are mapped in some way. Sure. Some more detailed than yep. others, but they're mapped. The data's out there. Mm -hmm. Now it's someone now taking that data and then putting it into a usable way. And Zen is at the, the forefront of this. Sure. Right? They've got these things mapped, and the way that they can actually move the screen with the little actuators underneath they can turn it, they can lift it, they can basically recreate any putt that's, that's out there so on any crazy. surface. Yeah. So now if you are practicing putting or if you're playing around indoors, if you can pair that with your full swing experience, hitting full shots, hitting chip shots, mm -hmm. now getting in and then your final you know, shots on the hole are, are on a putting green yeah. towards a hole and that putting green is moving and changing. I think where this will become in the the general public's awareness is when it hits prime time for the TGL. Yeah, no doubt. And the in the TGL, you're going to see this on the highest possible level. Right. You're going to see um what do you call it? You're going to see the they they've got 
greens that move with hundreds of actuators underneath them. And every little nuance is going to move. And I think that, again, that's out of reach for the general public, but that, that means it's coming. It means it's it's coming. coming our way. Right. And I don't think we're that far off from when even on a home, you know, maybe it's not a 16 foot putting green, mm-hmm. but maybe it's, it's a strip, a putting strip that's maybe three feet wide by eight feet long. And it has movements and, and actuators moves, yeah. and can create different breaks. Yeah. Obviously the smaller it is, the less number of putts you can replicate, mm-hmm. you know, but still, I mean, we're on the, onto something. And, and the other area is even in the surface itself, uh, Zen is now at the point where they're using organic materials to as get the that, surface. Yeah, the real They're feel. using like, I think it's like a, some sort of lamb's wool or something like that, mm-hmm. that it's more true to life to real greens. It, it, it's organic. It, it, it kind of doesn't live and breathe, but it lives right. and breathes, so right. to speak, yep. you know? So I, <laughs> I think where we're going to see something and, and keep your eyes out for this is as, like I said, as full swing simulators become the norm mm. i mean a full swing simulator in every golfer's household <laughs> it's like the american dream like exactly, it's not far yeah. off right the next thing is putting and and i think and the pu- best minds are going to put, put themselves towards solving putting i think putting more so because you could probably have a bigger market you don't need the ceiling height like more people can get putting greens in their homes if they're that cool i would love to have a green that moves that you can replicate any shot in practice right. i just hate buying those just regular carpet greens that you just yeah. put on just and pointless. now we're seeing some of the you know the world's best golfers pga tour pros uh you know one that i know is um ian poulter i've seen on his social media he has one in his house mm-hmm. i think jason day has one it's really no different than 20 years ago when it was like oh that guy's got a trackman at his house whoa Whoa, he's got a launch monitor at his house only the best pros in the world have that right now it's like we've all got a lot you know in our bags you got a launch monitor in my bag right right? now i i don't think we're that far off we'd be like oh i've got one of those putting greens in my house that moves and things like that right and i think when you see that as starting to pair that's Mm -hmm. the most important part creating that link between the full swing simulator and the putting where now we can look at a screen in our simulator, we can see the hole, and we can and it, it understands the nuances. We've even played on those golf zone simulators. I'll come back to that because I still think they're the most advanced there is out there right now. Mm-hmm. The floor moves, so you're hitting shots that are you know uh, different lies and sloping lies. But then the thing is, once you get to the green, it's you don't feel it yeah, anymore. You, you can see it. It could be like the the Tiger Woods video games that show you the the rolling could, balls yeah. and the and the whatever. Right. But once they get that green in there and you're putting into a cup, I think that's when the real indoor golf revolution makes its huge jump. See that. Yeah. Because I agree it's coming. And you're right. TGL is going to be our first experience. I can't wait to see that thing in like real time. Right. That big floor just moving. That's going to be- Think about how many people got into golf because they saw Tiger Woods playing in prime time. That is what I think we're going to see with TGL when you say, think about how many more people- more kids stuff mm-hmm. like that get into golf yeah indoor golf because mm-hmm. they see tiger playing indoor golf yep and i think spaces like the tgl will pop up where even if it's not affordable yet in your home mm-hmm. that's 15 years down the line right what's, what's three to five years down the line is plenty of these spaces where they have that technology where you can pay by the hour to go play <laughs> and it might be cheaper than a tea time. Yeah. In no way does I think this is ever going to kill off real golf. I call right. green grass, real golf, 
I think if anything, it'll just make people make people more excited to play it. For sure. It'll give it'll us that grow it. scratch the itch in between being outdoors. Yeah. Type of thing. Right. Because that's the ultimate end goal. You want to get out on the course and play golf. Yeah. yeah. We do. So I got one more that I want to run through. Like I said, this one's going to be the more of a real stretch, but I guarantee <laughs> it's coming. I just don't think it's a 2024 thing, but it, it excites me in a lot of ways. So let's do a quick word from our sponsor and then we'll come right back to that. All right, we all aspire to outperform the player that we were yesterday. It takes practice, commitment, and trusting your golf ball will perform the way you need it on every type of shot. The Titleist Pro V1 and Pro V1X offer advanced technology and performance that rewards your best swings and helps you shoot your lower scores. Now, both models are exceptionally long, deliver consistent flight, and feature unrivaled control. The Pro V1 is the best combination of distance, spin, and feel in the game, and it delivers penetrating flight. The Pro V1X, which I play, that flies higher, it spins more in the short game while giving you that low spin on the longer shots to maximize your distance. So find out more about the Pro V1 and Pro V1X, including the best choice for your game at Titleist.com. All right, guys, the cold is coming, and you can argue that it's already here. Oh, yeah. I felt it this morning, man. It was 27 Frost degrees when I rolled out of bed. But the good news is you've got this Thermo series from FootJoy. It's the most advanced apparel layering system in golf. And I think what it really does is it opens up playability further mm -hmm. into the year, deeper into the year, earlier in the spring. The, the reason why the system works so well is a couple things. First, you've got these multiple layering pieces. So as most of us know, these transitional seasons, a lot of times the, it's not one constant temperature. At least it's not winter yet where it's just freezing all day long. Right. You know, it warms up and you're able to de-layer and things like that. But the second thing is it allows you to really move. You know, some of these pieces, it's fun, kind of funny. Uh, my kids will see me wearing like one of the Thermo series outer layers and like, dad, that's so thin. How are you? How are you warm? They're out there in their big yeah, right. jackets waiting for the school bus. And I'm like, no, there's a lot of, believe it or not, there's a lot of technology in this and it, it keeps me warm, but I'm able to still move. It's really technically advanced gear. And that's at the end of the day to play golf. You have to still be able to move. So being able to move, being able to layer up is what's going to let you play even deeper into the season. So go out there, check out the new foot. Joy uh, Thermo Series at FootJoy.com. And one thing I'll tell you guys, we're getting close to that holiday season. It also mm. makes a fantastic gift for the can't golfers go in your life. Can't get can't go wrong with some of this outerwear, especially that entire Thermo Series. It all looks good and it feels great. So go and check it out. And lastly, guys, we want to talk about Rapsodo really quickly. You know, here, here we're talking about simulators and how they're becoming so much more affordable. Well, Rapsodo is doing a great job of really, as I said, bringing that affordability and that playability in. Mm -hmm. And now they have these bundles, these sim enclosures. We've talked a lot this year about the Rapsodo MLM2 Pro, how it's really revolutionized the game. And it's not just us talking about it. If you look around, you can see, you know, Golf Digest, My Golf Spy, all of them have labeled it, whether you call it their hot list or their, their number one of the year. There's a reason it's got a lot of accolades. Well, now you can take that and really build out the simulator you want. And you, the nice part is you can do it all in one place. And Bundles really has a lot of different options for different sizes and different budgets. So you can kind of pick your budget, pick your room, uh, and then you can go in and you can buy everything you need, projector and everything to build a simulator in your house. And I know a lot for a lot of people, we do a lot of that on the main channel where we build simulators and show you guys how to do it, but it can be intimidating for a lot of people. Do I have the right projector, all that type of stuff. The good news is with the Rapsoda bundles, it's all pre-spec for you. All you have to do is just really snap it together yeah. and you've got a mm -hmm. simulator. And the best part about it is right now, they've got 10% off 
all SIM enclosures, but that deal only goes through December 12th. So hurry up on this one. You're not going to want to miss it. You've got 10% off and you even get a dozen of the RPT golf balls, which are those specially marked balls that give you that super, super precise technology and super precise spin and other numbers. So you're going to want to hop on this one. Check out the Rapsodo bundles, go to the Rapsodo website, and you get 10% off now through December 12th. So go and check it out. All right. So this is the one that, like I said, is a little bit of a stretch. And I think you hinted at it earlier. It's the idea that now we, we're, we're, we're getting that technology. We're getting like the, the AI, the information, mm -hmm. the caddy, all that stuff we talked about earlier. How do we make it seamless on the course? Right. And one thing, for example, that we saw was putt view. Yep. We saw this at, at the PJ show last year. And for anybody who missed it, that's this, this kind of like this big headset. It almost looks like uh, if you ever seen those VR headsets from like Facebook yeah. and stuff like that, the Quest, it looks like that, but you can actually see through it. It's, it's not virtual reality. It's augmented mm -hmm. reality. And you see through it and it would, it would show you the lines. It would show you the contours and it actually uses cameras on it. It's, it's not something where it just has it pre-mapped. Right. It's using cameras on the device to read the green and show you the mapping. So there's that. And you're not using that on the course. That's for practice. There's no way. Yeah, right. There's no it's way silly. anyone's walking. It's, exactly. like a, it's like a Caddyshack joke exactly. at that point. Yep. But what there is, hold on a second. There's, there's, we're seeing the quick development of, of augmented reality in glasses. I know Google experimented with it with Google Glass. You mentioned the, the now Ray-Ban Meta, yep. which does not have augmented reality yet, but it has a camera system. And I think with that, what that does is it shows us that the, the bones are there. Yeah. The structure right. is there. It's not widely attainable now. Uh, I'm sure there's some prototypes floating around. But what I truly envision is a day where we can, because a lot of people say, like, oh, I don't want that while I'm out there playing golf. I, you know what I mean? But every, people have said that about everything throughout the years. I don't want to have my phone anywhere near me. And now that you're using it because it's become your yardage book. Right, your right, phone right. has become your, right? Same thing is going to happen with these glasses, I believe. I think as they become non-cumbersome, no different than if you threw on a pair of sunglasses to play golf. If I can then be more immersed and don't have to pull out my phone mm -hmm. to look at things. If in my eyes and in my ears, because remember, like the, I'm taking what we have now and extrapolating that out. Yeah. The Ray-Ban glasses that have come out uh -huh. have that the basically speakers built in mm -hmm. where you hear it very well, but yep. the people around you don't. If we can then take that and imagine a world where we put on these sunglasses and we hear audible caddy of saying your yardage when you step up to the ball. Yeah. If we hear a suggestion, mm -hmm. a, you know, suggested a seven iron here, think about it. It already knows things like you have a weather app that knows the wind. Yeah. Right? It knows, it the, knows wind the wind is strong off the, the left. I, I would do this. Now you have a, a caddy in your ear telling who's you telling you, what, right? telling you what it is. Maybe maybe you can see a visual overlay of the hole, of where, yeah. it, where it goes. An aim point. Now there's like these heads up displays that can show something. Yep. If it's a hidden, if it's yep. a, you know, a hidden pin, it's like, here's your aim point is right there. It. But also at the same time, not cluttering your entire. Yeah. You don't want to be like having people on the way turning home. on and off. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So imagine if they're glasses most of the time, but as you step up to the ball, boom, there's your information. 
Yeah. Front, back, middle. Contour of the green. I'm sure you could talk to it like, hey, caddy. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Hey, caddy, what, what side of the green? But I would love to, like like I said, on an approach shot, like I can see the heat map in front of me. I could see it sloping. I would love for them to tell me, like, keep the ball right side. Right. Wind is 15 miles per hour off the east. The way you're striking your nine hour today, aim here. Yeah. What would be even better is, you know, when we get on the green and we always ask, every time we're fortunate to have a caddy, we ask them, where's my hole? You know, like- yeah. where, like Putt I like love the hole is here. Right. Putt to here. Putt like the hole is here. Yeah. Like I love that knowledge. Like severely downhill, going to be fast, putt like the hole is here. Right. It'd be incredible. It would be. And and I think what what that does is anytime you have a technology that comes in, it kind of breaks the system and yeah. the system has to catch up. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is the rules will have to catch yeah. up to a certain right. extent. But a lot of what we're saying right now is, is stuff that's doable not necessarily against the rules as it is yeah it's no different than maybe having a yardage book we have that stuff now like right that's what i mean like you can uh, pull you, out your golf logics heat map app exactly of the green if you want to see it you have your heat maps you have your distances you, know, you have your wind and no no it's, in my view it's not cheating in that way yeah um now you could say in tournament versus non-tournament what's You're, acceptable what's not tournament acceptable. rules i'd say yes they're different right, right. like for right now, for a tournament, you can't have slope on your rangefinder, right? You're right. But but so this thing, if it's if it's calculating slope, maybe that would have to be turned off. Maybe instead, it's just like the caddy says it plays uphill, and you still have to have the right course, you know, selection of club. Interesting. Who knows? But I don't think that those are those are hurdles that can't be overcome. I think that those are those are problems that we can solve. So let me ask you this question. Now, this is not forget about tournament play weekend round with your buddies mm-hmm. there's money on the line and your buddy one of the guys shows up with these <laughs> ai caddy glass that he bought for forty seven hundred dollars he's got him you don't he's lights out that day put to here he's dropping birdies unfair listen i mean if if you pre-agree upon the rules like like there's certain things like I, all i can relate it to like for example is having the slope turn on or off of your range finder right if we have a similar thing where he's saying listen I'm getting all the same information you're getting. Mm -hmm. I'm just getting it quicker, faster, and in my eye versus you with your yardage book or your app that you can pull it up on. You'd have to be the guy to explain that every time, yeah. But I, where I do think that, I think on the surface it may seem intrusive. I think the opposite. I think it's going to be less intrusive. I think it'll even there's a possibility. Maybe this is just me loving technology and thinking that it, it helps us in a lot of ways. Maybe it'll speed up play. Maybe. You know, if if somebody can stand over the ball and they're getting all of their information. And again, this is information that's already out there. We're not it's not cheating. It's not something like true special that you wouldn't otherwise have. Right. Yardage isn't there, course, you know, maps, no different than buying the yardage book and you're seeing it. All that information, but it's quick and easy. And it's saying like, Hey Frank, you're you're 150 yards out. This hole is playing uphill. Suggested to add five yards yeah. to it. Uh, based on your the data I know about you and the clubs you hit from like all the shots I've tracked of you, Frank. Yeah. I know mm. that you know your dispersion it, it, tendency is is slightly right on these shots. Aim left of the pin. Yeah, mm. use your eight iron. I love it. Okay. And, yeah, and I don't think it would be cheating. Honestly, I don't. I think because you're right. All that stuff is available to people. I think you nailed it. And but at the end of the day, I think every golfer has to execute the shot. You have no to hit, so hit the shot. It's like one of my favorite lines when we had Bubba Watson on the show. I never forget it. He said, "Guys can hit the ball 400 yards. They still have to chip and putt." Right. So make all the advancements you want. Right. It's not. It's not like saying if if I brought out a, a 
if I hired a tour caddy for the year to learn my game and then go out there and walk the course for me, I may save a few strokes just because we're putting more thought into it yeah. than we other than I otherwise would have done on my own. But I'm not going to shoot 65. Yeah. yeah it's not right. changing the game exactly. in that way. So like I said, I think that we're on the cusp of some things that are really exciting. And I think that, that whether people like it or not, we're headed there. And the good news is we have a choice. You know, at the end of the day, if you don't want, if those glasses come out and you don't want to wear them and you want to play right. a simpler game, a simpler time, whatever you want. People still fine. don't use GPS. I got no problem with that. Yeah. And I think it'll be a choice on a day-by-day basis. There may be some times where I just want to go out there with a couple of my clubs and just knock it around and have fun. And there are other times when I would be like, hey, I really want to tackle the course this day. I want all the information yeah. about my game. All the, It'll be there. There's just no doubt in my mind that it's coming. So you got, we we got to be ready for we it. We got our work cut out for us in Orlando, but we will bring you guys some good stuff. We promise you that. Yeah, for sure. We're mm. going to see what's out there and, and really sniff it out. But I think that those are the big things. If we missed anything, let us know in the comments of anything you think is going to be a major trend in 2024 and beyond. But like I said, all the stuff we talked about here today, whether it be from the AI to the indoor putting or even really into the future as we get into augmented reality. I think there's a lot of things that us as golfers can be excited about. And I think that it's 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 a great showing the health of the game that so many companies are willing to invest so much time and money into new products. It tells you that the game is healthy and it's growing. So make sure you guys subscribe. Like I said, we'll be down to the PGA show soon and we'll get you in the next week.